Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Now I can see you. I'm sure that that's a worse situation for you. Eh. Well, that was one of the nicer things you've said to me recently. You're like vaguely clean this time. So like, all right, I'll take it. I understand you have twin, in, uh, not infant, twin toddler daughters. So like the vaguely clean thing isn't always easy to achieve. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you're definitely cleaner than you usually look. I appreciate that. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A, I don't know, successful version of the Touchline Media Group because we don't lose teams like Hungary. Um, although That's I guess the exact they- joke. I made that joke last time. Oh. I listen to our podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, uh, Asa, a.k.a. The Twig. Uh, you have already heard- Wait, the- for, the, for the fans out there, that, that means he likes to listen to his own voice. That's true. That is fact. That, canon. Not the rest canon. Of us. That's that's uh that's podcast canon now. Um, I actually did listen to the last episode. I, I was going to uh, compliment Stumpy, but now he's he's come after me. So now uh, I am here joined by my co-host, uh, the short and ever present uh, Napoleon Gregg, aka the Stump. You have already heard the steps, I'm sure, but certainly the voice of Nerd Angus. We are here to talk Nerdcast. Uh, this episode is brought to you by. Uh, the Smith Workforce Management Group for all your business law needs, as well as whoever uh, Blue Wire decides to put in. They're not listening to us. We ask them not to put in a certain podcast as an ad. They keep doing it. It's fine. We think it's vaguely weird. Like the concept of pickup artistry is 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 not great. It's vaguely weird. I think it's not good. It's not like, great. I can, I can I can be way more definitive here. No, not great. Uh, if if you would like a woman to go out with you. It shouldn't be through trickery. It should be because she wants to. And it's a happy thing on both sides. Uh, speaking of happy things on both sides, let's talk about soccer hooliganism and its intersection with Nazis. Everybody get wait, 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 do we, do we want to talk about everything that I learned in Scotland about Harry Potter? Nope. I kind of really? do. Why? Yeah, I kind of do. Fine. Also, hold on. Before we, before we get started, um, Christian Pulisic's hair is apparently going to be an action item in all future podcasts. So today he's gone no. full Lance Bass. Are we saying Lance Bass or Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake, I think. <laughs> this is a very visual podcast, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. He has frosted tips. It's fine. Uh, all right. Uh, Angus, what did you learn from Scotland? So apparently Professor McGonagall was named after an idiot. Did we know this? Did we know no. this? No. no. Yeah, so she, she she named him after this uh this poet who had a dream one night 
he heard from God and he, and God said to him, you must give up everything that you do and become a poet. And this guy was a very bad poet. So some Scottish poets, last name McGonagall, is now forever in history because of J.K. Rowling. I want to be clear here that this does not at all make this person an idiot. It is merely proof that God has a sense of humor. And sometimes gets Is it, is it I, or I, any I time in history that someone has said, I'm doing this because God told me to, that was a good idea. <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes it's really funny. Like, like look, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to, to, uh, to the movie Dogma, which in its opening uh, sequence... I thought you were going to go with Blues Brothers. Nope, nope, going to go yeah. with Dogma. Um, in Dogma's <laughs> opening sequence, it explains that God does have a sense of humor. Look at the platypus. Like, why would the platypus exist if God didn't have a sense of humor? And I'm uh, happy you reminded me of this. Very yeah, funny. It's, it's, it's a really great opening sequence. Um, it's like, one of the best it's one of the best like cold open sequences of all time yeah it's unreal um but anyways like like the fact that like like let's let's assume for a moment like look crazy person doesn't hear god he's just talking to himself again dogma sometimes he's talking to alan rickman aka severus snape see see single universe ah it comes it comes <laughs> uh, it circles back but sometimes sometimes they're listening to the voice of alan rickman sometimes they're talking to themselves Let's assume that this was one of those times where it was Alan Rickman's voice. <clears throat> is it possible that Alan Rickman, speaking on behalf of the Almighty, saw that this person in Scotland was going to be a bad poet, but they were like, you know what? Uh, we're in the, I assume this happened in like the 17th century or 16th century. Um, you know, like we just Maybe. got, yeah, we just got finished with the, uh, the Hundred Years' War. World could use a little more lightness. A little more happiness. Well, okay, but we're also skipping over the fact that, like, what was this guy doing before he was a poet? Because yeah, yeah, I, he's, I'm I am clearly not not at the internet right now. One of you can look this up. I'm going to assume I'm not going to look it up, and I'm just going to make it up. Uh, I'm assuming, as a Scottish person, he was one of one of two things: one, a fisherman, because they're sheep herder. Yeah, uh, sheep herder. Um, or or what my personal preference is is because. Um, whiskey. My, he was yeah. making whiskey. Yeah, he was a whiskey maker. No, he was yeah. making scotch. He's in Scotland. They call it whiskey. Are we, are we not call are it we, scotch? Hold, hold on, hold on. It's are, scotch or whiskey? <laughs> they say both. Okay, guys, it's scotch. No, it's whiskey. Scotch. Scotch yes. is the definition. You were just in Scotland. This is Did the you dumbest, learn nothing? This is the dumbest argument we've had in a really long time. <laughs> You're both wait, saying the same wait, thing. Wait, Scotch whiskey. Wait, okay, wait. All right, I did look. I did look him it's up. It's whiskey okay. without an e. Shut I up, William William Tapas McGonagall. Tapas from yep. Mar- Tapas Tapas Yo Tapas uh, from March of 1825. Died 29 September 1902. Was a Scottish poet of Irish descent. He won. This is actually in his biography. He won notoriety as an extremely bad poet who exhibited no recognition of or concern for his peers' opinion of his work. This guy is my hero. He just kept writing (laughs) shitty poetry. This guy's my hero. Wait, find Uh, find a poem. Find a poem. They're really bad. They're so funny. And okay, and what he was doing before this was Weaver. So honestly. Like you don't can you name any famous weavers? I Jeff. Not the last name. Not the last name. (laughs) Not Earl Weaver. He has to have been a weaver. I knew exactly where you're going with this. I'm I'm, I'm sticking with Jeff Weaver. (laughs) So like maybe uh so like he only became more famous because he did this. Uh, Well, yeah, and also Joanne had a sense of humor. I I mean he was on here before this. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this, um, and, and, and people who know me, IRL, uh, you're, you're, you're going to learn I have to, read, I have to read one stanza. Go, this is really go, bad. Go. No, read the whole thing. Whole thing. No, the whole thing. Uh, is like they're they're really long. You don't want to read yeah. the whole thing. Okay. They'll become right. the entire podcast. All, right. All right, fine, fine, fine. A pathetic tale of the sea I will unfold, enough to make one's blood run cold. Concerning four fishermen cast adrift in a dory... As I've been told, I'll relate the story. Awesome! Twas on the 8th April, on the afternoon of that day, that the village of Lewisburg was thrown into a wild state of dismay. Okay, all right. 
All right. So it's bad. awesome. This is awesome because see, you guys want to waste another episode of Harry Potter maybe. discussing. Maybe. No, no. This is awesome. This is awesome because it says that he had no regard for people's assessment of his work, which means that he knew he sucked and he was doing this because it was funny and it pissed people off. This guy was uh, out here. No. God told him to do it. Yeah, God. No, no. let's let's assume that. Let's assume okay. God told him to do it. But according okay, no, to no, no, what no. other people have told us, Lizzie. David Berkowitz also said that God told him to do some things. And this is at least funny, yeah. even though it's on the same level as bad. No, no, this is awesome because like, like even beyond, like he started doing it because God told him to. Great. God has a sense of humor. Second thing, the fact is, is that m- multiple people told this dude that he was bad at, at poetry. And his response was, well, I guess you're talking about it, aren't you? Aren't you? No such thing as bad press. Listen to my poems where I rhyme <laughs> all K press with is, All press is good press. <laughs> he, he rhymes elbow with woe. They all rhyme, too. No, no, that's the best part is that it's Susical. Like, it's like this dude is rhyme, is, has the rhyme scheme of a Dr. Seuss who didn't leave Oh, my God. He rhymes cold with cold. Awesome. Uh, I mean, look, look, and the two wait, no, no, I have to read this one. And the two survivors were exhausted from exposure, hunger, and cold, which used the spectators to shudder when shudder when them they did behold the cold. He uses the rhyming word. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I I just want to point out that the poet laureate of our day, um, T Pain, um, did in (laughs) fact rhyme mansion with uh, Wisconsin. Mansion with Wisconsin, yeah. Um, so, so you know, like I, I just, I just don't want. Uh, the fact is, is that this yeah, is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I have no issues. Uh, so, so that was fun. So let's talk about some, some, some Harry Potter. We got. We wait. Is there anything else, Angus? Uh, no, I think we should give the proper shout out to the good people at Potter Trail who gave a very excellent free walking tour of Edinburgh, where nice. I got to learn this stuff, this useless information rather than learning about real things in Scotland, because who needs that? <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> so, Angus, did anybody accost you in Scotland? Because we did tell multiple people to do so. Yeah. Uh, no, I wore a wig, so that didn't happen. Oh, very smart. The entire bright, time. Bright blue? Bright blue, yeah, bright blue. Yeah. So, I, like, so like, I would like, blend like, in like, with the Scottish people. Yeah, so yes, it's like, obviously. like a, obviously, like like a closer wig. Like, have you ever seen that film, Closer? Yeah, no, no, well, but I know what you're talking about. Wait, 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 Angus, did you wear did you wear a Wendy's wig? Because that's what I would do in Scotland. Yeah, I'm sure people wig. would love that. Yeah, yeah, people <laughs> would love that. Um, yeah, no, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about some more poetry because we're gonna talk about the dark mark. There we uh, go. Uh, uh, right, right, right. Look at that right. transition. Uh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, there you go. Okay, That's, okay. So for Avonlea to point B. For, yeah, exposition, Basil. Uh, so for for those of you that remember, this is getting worse. It is. It is. But it's it's okay. It's okay. For those of you that remember our last episode with uh, Adam, we we said we we're going to start with the uh, Quidditch World Cup and see how far we got. We got through the Quidditch World Cup. Yep. Good job. Uh, no further. So we are at the point where we can say that Ireland has won. Crumb has uh, gotten the snitch. So it's a minor point, but we will remind you that the Weasley twins uh, did correctly win the, or won their bet with one Mr. Ludo, the Bagman Bagman. So uh, that's. And he printed fake money and gave it to them. That comes <laughs> up later. Tie you die. Tie you die. That comes up later. Well, not when you do it to Weasley twins, only when you do it to goblins, because uh, yeah, goblins don't take show- oh, shit. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, okay, so the our heroes return back to their enchanted tent, feeling very intent, because uh, despite what Twiggy has pointed out multiple times, the English children are very happy that the Irish won a World Cup. Makes no sense. Uh, makes no sense. But while, uh, so one, they're, I think they have actually gone to sleep at this point. They're awoken by a very loud noise. And then uh, when they come, hold on, I, I do want to, I do want to point out here that someone gets super racist here, um, where, where they are awoken by like the, the hooliganism of the whole thing. 
And the, I, if I remember correctly from the books, it's or maybe it's in the movie as well. Someone's like, yeah, those Irish, they really know how to, to put one on. And like, it's, it's in this point that J.K. Rowling is like, yeah, those Irish drink too much, which is awesome. Good job, Joanne. You're not wrong, but you don't have to say it. I mean, speaking as the woman who spent how many years in Scotland? Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah they, they don't enjoy scotch at all in Scotland. We're talking about the Irish, Angus. I, Irish. No, I know. I know we're talking about the Entirely Irish. different people. They actively I, dislike scotch, as it turns out. It's a whole thing. Irish? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they really I mean, don't they like They have scotch. their Irish whiskey. Correct. It's, 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 it's actually a religious thing. Um, not really what we're going to talk about today, but it turns out uh, Protestants and Catholics have some issues in Northern Ireland. Who knew? Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, now back to the podcast does uh, European <laughs> geopolitical history. Um, so, cue, so the, was, cue the Always Sunny music. Uh, uh, no, uh, no, that's Kurt. Damn it. Uh, yeah, so they're woken up by loud music and... As Twiggy said, initially they believe that it to be the Irish to be celebrating too hard, but actually what it is is uh, their version of football hooliganism run absolutely straight into Nazis. I was going to say like it's like like I, I thought you were going to say like running out of control, whereas I would have said uh, soccer hooliganism behaving um, as soccer hooliganism, yeah, precisely. As they do. As the soccer hooliganism goes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this needs to be stated, but the podcast's general view is soccer hooliganism is meant to be chaotic and hooliganistic, which I don't know is if that's a word. Sure. Um, but we don't condone violence. It should be loud and 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 uh, aggressive, and should never devolve into violence or uh, fascism. Like your support of a soccer team should never coincide with your support for um Dictator. yeah fascism generally uh of, of any sort if you need an example we do not condone the type of hooliganism shown in green street hooligans we do condone the type of hooliganism shown in the seminal 2001 film euro trip because as you'll recall any violence that happened against the french happened off camera so as long it- as we don't see it it's fine. right <laughs> It could be anything. It could be. It could even be violence against the French. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so okay. So the kids have to run. Um, uh, Mr. Weasley, you're, you're forgetting a very important part here. Hit me. All right. So if I remember correctly, Ron Weasley, whose parents are very, very involved in lots of different, you know, things, looks up into the sky and says, "What's that?" Looks up oh, at the dark mark, and he's like, "Oh no, we're what? not even at the. We're not even there yet. Where's we're that? Well, I mean, we're basically there, but like, so they yeah. come out of the tent and it, they see um, people in hoods walking amongst the tents, which it's implied that there are thousands of tents there. So I'm not sure how they just immediately saw things amongst the tents, but let's let's ignore that part. But wow. there is the yeah. Well, there's a there's um, a family being like magically levitated above the ground and like they're flipping them up and down and it's the the attendants of the the it's the attendant i believe it's the attendant his wife and his two kids yeah yeah so this is uh another example yes well we have the men in black eraser mind eraser thing so it'll be fine yeah it's fine let's just yeah yeah, totally fine to screw with people's memories yeah it's totally fine they're good with that Remember, They're just muggles. Remember, that's how the wizarding world works. They're just muggles, and somehow, again, people are surprised that that Voldemort can rise to power. Like, oh, let's just treat muggles as subhuman. <gasps> Voldemort treats them as subhuman, but where did he get such a thing? Anyway, <laughs> I. I know this is a visual medium, but he did, he just did the whole like handover, like fingers yeah, lightly it. touching his chest and like, <gasps> no, really? And then uh, immediately went back down to uh, whatever. Anyways, like, so, so, so my, my assessment of this scene, um, the, the, the comment from the Weasleys, like, what's that? Which is like, okay, wait, we're still at two different points here because there is the, there is the um, riot. Well, yeah, there's the riot and the torturing of the muggles by, what we assume to be Death Eaters, but isn't actually confirmed. 
Uh, they do run into Harry, Ron, Hermione, run, and they get separated from the other Weasley. Mr. Weasley and Percy go to um, do ministry things because Percy's a bitch and Mr. Weasley is uh, trying to help out. Um, and then I, I forget how they get separated from the other Weasleys, but they get separated from the other Weasleys in the in the commotion. Harry realizes he's lost his wand, which, as Adam kind of spoiled last uh, episode, we come to find out has is actually in the possession of somebody else, which is going to be very relevant in like three minutes. Uh, and they run into Draco Malfoy on the way. Like they run from the tent camp into like the thicker woods to try and escape. And they're under Dra- Draco Malfoy, which of course gives Harry all manner of reasons to assume that that's his parent, that, that those are the Malfoys are involved in the torturing of the muggles. And then they run. And these into, people still aren't in jail. They're not in jail. They're still not in jail. They run. Still in, they run into that. They run into the bagman in the uh, woods who is being very shifty eyed and very nervous. Uh, which also comes up later and for then reasons. for reasons and then they finally hear a noise like just outside of the clearing that they're in they go to investigate and that's when the dark mark uh you know they hear an incantation and the dark mark appears above them uh this is one of the places where the uh movie diverges uh in the movie uh they run away harry gets kicked in the face loses uh blacks out wakes up and you see um uh, Doctor Who uh, sending up the dark mark. It okay. is significantly less interesting uh, from a from a narrative perspective. Yeah, because they yeah. in the book. I don't remember Harry might get knocked out. I don't remember that part, but you definitely do not know. I don't think he does in the book. Okay, you definitely do not know that. Um, they don't say they don't say who sends the dark mark, but yeah. So dark marks in the sky. Ron's dumbass asks. What is that? Uh, and Ministry of Wizards obviously just appear around the dark mark and <laughs> fire, shoot question, shoot first, ask questions second because they show up and just start sending stunning spells everywhere. I just, I just want to point out here, um, you're telling me that cops fired indiscriminately into a crowd? No. Wow. No, wow. they never do that. Oh. They we, never do that. We talked about how the wizarding community just hands out guns to everyone at the age of yeah. That was one of the Ace's, like, first rants. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, This is the same thing as getting a gun when you're 11. It's like, wow. All right. Uh, I mean, like, and they don't. But, like, also, we need to talk about this now. So we learned about the um, Unforgivable Curses this year, right? Yeah. We know about Avada Kedavra before this, but we know about the Okay. So So you give kids wands at 11 and don't explain it to them until they are 15, like, Hey, here's three things you should never do. I feel I, like you should hand the hand them the wand and be like, "Don't you ever, ever use these spells." I have a, I have a hypothetical here, okay? Um, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna speak uh, about this in in completely uncoded language, okay? So bear with me. Um, hypothetically, uh, you should probably have an age before which you can't have a wand. Maybe they could. I don't know, use some of their computing power that they couldn't figure out freaking telephones for and say, oh, I don't know, um, restrictor plates. Like maybe wands shouldn't be able to do certain types of magic. Or maybe, maybe you tell kids, hey, you don't get a full-blown wand until you're 17 because you're a 15-year-old. And if you find out that you can make people do whatever you want using this unforgivable curse, I bet you're probably gonna because 15 year olds are sociopaths. I was a 15 year old. If you had told me that I could make my friends jump up and down uh, without them barely being able to stop themselves, I'm not saying I would. I'm saying I would convince Stumpy to do it. And he would. Because it would have been. But funny. what's the, what, where, where's the fun in throwing a bunch of teenagers into a castle with magic? And then expecting everything to go okay. Like, where's the fun in that's that? Also, that's, I mean, that's also <laughs> a good point because, like, this also Direct solves the underage. The well, this also this also solves the uh, the underage magic thing. Like if you give them a training wand that only does like Lumos and Accio and all and Alohomora and shit. Like, yeah, who cares if you do that over the summer? Like, don't do it in front of Muggles. But oh well, Alohomora is a really really 
concerning spell in the hands of a 12 year old boy in the which one is that i'm just unlock uh (laughs) some some doors should be locked sometimes um yeah but the 12 year old boys are behind it polishing their broomsticks right but what if they had access to the door They're, no, they're behind the door. You don't want the parents to get through the door, not the other way around. Well, always in the bathroom. Actually, sometimes... Why is he always in the bathroom? Some, give somebody else a chance. Why is Percy never around? <laughs> I was going to say, did Ron just take his broomstick to the bathroom? I'm polishing it. Just, you know, like, like, look, give someone else a chance in the bathroom once in a while. Um, that's, that's interestingly enough, I can't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't do the accent, but that's actually a, a direct young Frankenstein reference, um, which is, uh, an example of a good film that's properly made and has people who knew what they were doing. Do you know who else knows what they're doing? This sponsor. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, we really, really got to get out of the freaking clearing. <laughs> we are 25 minutes into this <laughs> podcast, and we have not finished a chapter yet. Okay, and we're we, not at Hogwarts. All right. I so mean, we, okay, so the, the, we've already gone through the main points. So right. they stun everything, which includes Winky the house elf, which, uh, if you will remember correctly, is Barty Crouch's family's uh, house elf. Play. So, so everybody yeah. kind of looks at Barty Crouch as like, what are you going to do? And he, in front of everybody, uh, frees his slave, and she takes it poorly. She is not happy with this event. Yes, we do come to the conclusion that uh, house elves wouldn't be able to conjure the dark mark without the wand, which is how we find Harry's wand. And this is how we also find, I think this is how we find out that you can do the, the prior incantanto or whatever. And see what the last spell that the wand shot Yeah, priori, priori incantatum. Yeah. That one. like 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 uh like like Jason previous but, you know. yeah. So we know that Harry's wand is the one that fired it. We know that the wand was found near Winky, and Harry manages to somehow talk his way out of this and be like, "No, my wand's been missing since the match," uh, and they all just believe him. So then, then we finally get to leave the clearing. Uh, <laughs> That's exciting. They take the port key back to the borough, and um, there's obviously a bunch of Mr. Weasley and Percy are basically exposition basil for the, like this the next couple of chapters because the ministry is going wild with all these things, and there's Rita Skeeter. Um, is this a cross burning? Is like is that like the analogy here? Because like. Like, I'm trying to think, like, I was trying to think as, as, as I was preparing for this episode, and by preparing for this episode, I mean driving home from my meeting. Um, like, what is a public declaration of intimidation terror? Like, Nazis didn't, like, like there's not really, like, a s- unfurling a Nazi flag analogy. That I, I was thinking Crossburn, right? Like, a public declaration of, of this type of racialized terror. Are we good with that? Lynching. But a lynching kills someone. Yeah, yeah. They didn't kill anybody. So I think burning the crosses. I think like I think like yeah, or like or just probably. like or just like public harassment. Well, no, no, because like I think I think the dark mark itself inspires oh, terror. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's a cross burn. That's a yeah, good, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. good, good, good. So we uh, we go through. So there's two different types of exposition that uh, J.K. uses in this the next couple chapters before we get to Hogwarts. Miss. Um, 
Mr. Weasley and Percy, who are our basically our like way to hear about how the ministry is internally dealing with it. And there's also Rita Skeeter, who's writing articles in the in the Daily Prophet about uh, Dumbledore being old, uh, Harry being um, you know disturbed, and uh, all the other stuff. Waiting for a lie. Waiting for a lie from Rita Skeeter. Harry is disturbed. Uh, Albus Dumbledore is a villain. What what else we got? The, 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 I is mean, just a, to, is just the a preview. First appearance here. by Rita Skeeter. Yes. Um, just a preview here. Yeah. The relationship between Crumb and Hermione. It is a little weird. I'm just saying, Rita Skeeter didn't miss. Why is it weird? Because because he's older than her. Because he's 18 and she's 14. She's 15. She's 14. I think she's 14 at this point. She's 14. So not good. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. That's freshman in college, freshman in high school. You tell me that's not weird. Is that like acceptable in the UK? I don't know. UK UK has a lot of Alabama in it. <laughs> Just saying. Well, yeah, they're Alabama. in the same school together if it's like British boarding school. So okay, not we all, good, also- but... We've also missed, or we haven't really mentioned the fact that all of the Weasley, basically every adult that we've encountered in the first part of this book from the Wizarding World keeps like foreshadowing that something very interesting is going to happen at Hogwarts this year. And I, if I'm a Hogwarts student that had to live through the last three years, I'm not sure I wouldn't just demand answers as soon as that starts. Hey, oh, there's going to be some very, I wish I was back at Hogwarts this year. There's going to be something interesting. You mean like when the Chamber of Secrets was open? No, 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 no. Not that interesting. Not that you, kind of interesting. You mean when the serial killer was on the loose? No, not that one either. Uh, okay. uh, How about the time that Voldemort was in the back of our of our professor's head? Is that interesting enough for you? How about we have a year, hypothetically, hypothetically, let's have a year, let's have a year where nobody does anything weird. Like, like. It's 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 like uh it's like um the the first the first scene of uh of Community season three where they're where they sing the song is like we're gonna be more normal like everybody's <laughs> gonna be fine that nope. but okay so if you're a student would you prefer to have Quidditch or the Triwizard Tournament Quidditch yeah you get to obviously you get to play <laughs> I would be so also yeah. Also, if you don't have the Triwizard Tournament, the entire plan falls apart. So then it's just, it's an entire year of, uh, well, this also brings up the point of like, why did, why did Voldemort wait until the end of the year in order to like try and get Harry out? Because the alternative is that uh, Barney Crouch Jr. is just turning random things into port keys around the castle and hoping that Harry touches it. (laughs) That would be see, I, like I think that that would be a much funnier way of going about this. It's just like like you have Barty Crouch. I mean, Mad Eye turning turning random things into Porky's, and just like like Voldemort is sitting in 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 the in the, uh, in the cemetery, just like why is Barty Pavil or, or why is <laughs> why, students why? students just t- yeah students just start randomly disappearing like Potter, bring me that book. Oh, don't worry, Harry, I got it for you. Neville touches the book and just pops away. Like, well, maybe not Neville. Maybe not Neville. Yeah, if it was Neville, Neville's very helpful. No, but it might work, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like for prophecy purposes, it might work. But like, if you were like, uh, hey, uh, uh, Seamus, yeah, Seamus Finnegan, or like, uh, Harry, will you will you grab me that cauldron? Seamus has got it. Yeah, I got it. Bam. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, uh, Professor. Where did Seamus go? Bathroom. No, no, he, he, that was a porky. No, it wasn't. Okay, but also, time turners have already been established in this, in this timeline. And, constantly going and back Harry, Ron, and Hermione are the only ones that are, like, aware of them. So do you think Harry, Ron, and Hermione are just like, so is Seamus using a time turner? What I, the hell happened I, 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 I like to think of, an, of, of, a, of a Groundhog's Day situation in which Mad-Eye constantly screws up getting Harry to touch things. And so he's just like, Harry, touch that cauldron. Seamus has got it. Damn it. Click, 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 click. Harry, touch that cauldron. Dean has got it. And you said like you're just living the same loop over and over again as Harry's lazy ass. That's such, I mean, it's not a better book, but that is such a better movie. <laughs> just like a single hour in the fourth year. Stop touch. 
helping Potter. It's I like, don't want to. Like Dean Thomas ends up in the cemetery 17 different times. And at a certain point, you start getting like institutionalized memory. Like time, like at a certain point starts working and you're like, I've been here before. What is this? <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, so yeah, wait until the end of the year for reasons. Better. Right. Narrative. This is also so. This is also foreshadowing because uh, Mr. Weasley is right before they're about to get back on the Hogwarts Express. Mr. Weasley can't take them because uh, Mad Eye has uh, basically bewitched his dustbins, which are Angus. Do you know what dustbins are? Trash yes, cans. they're trash cans. Oh, Why'd you it? Oh, yeah. like in British speak. Uh, yeah. I so they're trash cans. Hear that one? I, yeah, I, was, I didn't we hear that so one. Close. Yeah, English is that English, or does that apply to the, all, all of the UK? That's as Queen's our, English. Yeah, I, I was going to say, as our as our local uh, Scottish correspondent, shouldn't you have the answer to that? Yeah, your name is freaking Probably. Angus. How do you not know this? Do the accent. Do it. Make us make us haggis. Make it. Uh, how about some blood pudding? Oh, I'm so bad at that. No, seriously, I can't. I can't do the the Angus the Cafe. Accent. Oh, that's the other thing we should mention. It always comes uh, out as Angus, a dog voice. Angus sent us a picture of a place called the Angus Cafe in Edinburgh, and I reminded him that almost exactly two years ago, I sent a picture <laughs> to the group of the exact same place. Presumably, two years from now, I'll be in Scotland. Do the same thing. Um, I we don't remember anything. Tradition. tradition is tradition, and you don't. With tradition, I already, I already, I already used our uh, contract, our contractually allowed F word in this episode, um, because as it turns out, we're only allowed one to, in order to maintain our rating. I swear, way more once once an episode. Yeah, but nobody listens to us, and we don't have auditors. So, okay, so well, we don't have audit. Not <laughs> yet. Not yet. Not Somebody's yet. gonna be like, go back through this and be like, this is not okay. There's a lot <laughs> of stuff in here that's not okay. Like that's fair. That's very uh, fair. Yeah, we behave ourselves for the most part. All right. So we go to Hogwarts in a raging storm. Everybody gets wet. Uh, Hermione discovers that house elves basically run. Shut up. <laughs> Hermione basically <laughs> or discovers that uh, the castle is run by house elves. Again, slave labor. Uh, this is not important later, but she does take it to heart. Uh, we d- we discovered that Mad Eye Moody, the one that he establishes a snick. Yes, to this point that Harry only knows him as that weird guy that like that bewitched his trash cans to attack his neighbors. Uh, which, is the fair. new defense which is the new defense against the dark arts teacher, which I believe makes four for four. Four for four. Four for four. Uh, Dumbledore announces the Triwizard Tournament, so then we end up with. And do we want to talk about like? the weird i guess the invitations to the triwizard tournament because it is called the triwizard tournament which implies that it is always only supposed to been be have been between three schools schools. which means that we've always been the english the french and eastern european yeah no, no no it's it's pretty clear to me that up until a certain year uh it was the english the french and the germans um because obviously uh, and then a certain year happened, maybe. It probably was the same year that the uh, the British royals changed their names. Um, people forget that. Pr- British royals uh, changed their name. They're German by heritage. Uh, in World War One, they changed their name to Windsor because it sounded more English. What was it? Well, are, are you implying that it's always the same three schools? Uh, how about you guys vamp so that I can look up the original name of the British Royals so that we can dunk well, on Okay, so I don't, I don't, I, so I'm not sure I agree with, I'm not sure I agree with Twiggy. I think that, um, I mean, like that yeah, it might not have been the same three schools. It might have just been like who's available. Sex Coburg. That's very, that's, wow. Okay. That's, I can't argue with that. Yeah, it's German, German AF. Uh, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad if this was like a Maui invitational situation and not a Champions yeah. class, Classic situation, like where you had, you know, like okay, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. So that, so like, so Angus is kind of right. So it's kind of like whichever school just like, yeah. is available. Like whoever wants to do it, you know, whoever wants to be chased by a dragon. Do you think they but like every four years? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I every four. No, it wasn't. It's yeah. Not every four years. It's like whenever they can do it. So it's not I really like, every. 
I think it's supposed to be every four years. They just they no. suspended it for fifty years because somebody died. I, uh, I, I think this this is sounding yeah. much less like the Maui Invitational and much more like Michigan and Michigan State playing Notre Dame. Like it's like it happens every year. It doesn't happen every year. It's pretty rare, actually. <laughs> when Notre Dame thinks they're good <laughs> enough to win. Um yeah. So so the Triwizard Tournament, aka when those beneficent uh, overlords in South Bend, you know, honor us with their freaking presence. Um, they suck. Notre Dame sucks. I hate Notre Dame. We hate them. They're the worst. Um, yeah, suck at Rivard. Um, um, we're sorry, Zlatan. Love he you. doesn't listen to this. He doesn't listen to this. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic listens to this, but we don't need to apologize him because that's, she, been, that's established. That's uh, canon of the podcast. Yeah. It is well known that uh, in college football, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, UCLA fan. Huh. Yeah. I made that up. He lived in. Okay, I was. I was like, "Wow, that's a weird, it's a weird (laughs) weird. choice." All right, so you're supposed to be. uh, How old you? Somebody, I'll keep talking. Somebody, look up how old you're supposed to be. I believe it's seventeen. Okay, it's seventeen. Yeah, because uh, the 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 twins. Did you put uh, your name in the cup, Harry? We're not even there yet because we're only at the we're only at the Uh, point where where the protection for not allowing a seventeen year old, which again you have to. I think it's a really dumb rule that you have to be 17 the day you put your name in, not uh, the, day, like, the, 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 the day before the first uh, event. Right. Also, no, yeah, because a, like, the, but the, oh, yeah, that the, makes the, sense. The, uh, the logic is that you haven't learned uh, advanced enough magic yet, which but if you're in the, problem with if Harry. you're in that class, then you've learned the magic. Right? It's probably it's a the liability class, issue. It's the class you're yeah, not the yeah. age. No, 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 no. It's a liability issue. 17 year olds are adults in the wizarding world. Like, uh-huh. like clearly, this is, this is a yeah because they're issue. they're concerned about liability with anything else. I yeah, I mean, why not? Uh, here's here's my question. they have a Quidditch league. Like you could fall off a broom and die. Yeah, let's talk about let's let's talk about the the the, the mechanism for uh, preventing people from tricking the Goblet of Fire. I have a I have, I'm I'm going to put so That's what I was trying to get to, but yeah. we're yeah. <laughs> it's our way. I'm going to put forth a theory. Okay, just a, a hypothetical. Okay. What if you had someone in charge, hypothetically, who, I don't know, knew people's birthdays? And that person put all of the people whose birthdays wanted into the goblet. What if we did that? What if instead of having the super ornate, you can't trick the freaking cup? What if instead well, of that- then are you just, volunteering people for- No, they have to check that- a box. No, no, they have to check a box. Like, like if they don't want to be, oh, submitted. so it's like an opt out instead of opting in. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. like, so, so, okay. so, you know, Fred and George, you know, aren't eligible. Behavioral economics with us on our yeah, podcast. Absolutely, one hundred percent, Daniel <laughs> Kahneman. Let's do this. Um, hey, you got there. Nice. Yeah. Um, Israeli Jew. Yeah, well known. Uh, anyways, um, so like the, the the concept of having like the super ornate, we need to protect people. Well, we have people's birth certificates. We know how old they are because they got a freaking thing from the ministry that said, hey, you're 11, time to come to Hogwarts. Like, what are we doing? Like, why do we have, why does, look, I know the answer to this is because- Dramatics exposition. No, 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 no. I, Like, we're doing this in universe and in universe it's because Albus Dumbledore is a piece of shit. And he knew, he had a theory that something was amok and he knew that Harry would be good bait. And he did it. And he always does. And I have a theory for you. And it, it's not its not an in-universe answer because in-universe, we're, we're given an answer to this question. I don't think Mad-Eye put Harry's name in. I think his name was already in. Wow, that's some real conspiracy theory yeah, level. I think, no, his, na- I, yeah. I think, I think his name was already that's in. Like, that's on the Alice verge of like Al-Qaeda didn't, didn't blow up the World Trade Center. No, George Bush did. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, trouble. also, also, it was it wasn't blown up. There were planes. There were no. There were no. No, no, no. I listen. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I get, all, I get all of my information from Pete Carroll. So fuck off. Also, are we I'm talking two thousand? Are, are we talking two thousand one or ninety three? Oh, whichever one you're, whichever one you're, you're whichever one Pete with. Carroll says. Uh, so, yeah. so Pete Carroll is pretty focused on on, on two thousand one. But like many people, I like the original. So like nineteen ninety three is a much more interesting story. It's not. It's really not. We can't. We can't. All right, let's talk about age lines, people. No, 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 no. Um, So, so 
Yeah. Anyways, not even, the opt- <laughs> not even the opt-in versus opt-out part. Uh, did, but like, what happens if? What, did, could Diggory just drop in Fred and George's name? I assume back so. Out? I, I assume. That, I mean, like, that's what Mad Eye did. He yeah, dropped in Harry's name. Well, but he he bewitched the. Uh, that's actually a good point too. No, he didn't so, bewitch it. He 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 left off. He either left off a school or he just like made up a school. That's yeah, how he, he did it. He made Hacked a fourth it. school. Yeah, yeah, he made a fourth school. Wait, Which, what do you think the fourth like, school also, was? Like, like did, if he had to create Harry Potter, name, you yeah, like was oh, uh, like a Bart, Bart Simpson, like eat my shorts. Yeah, no, like, like, did he have to like, like, when he was hacking this? Like, I'm using the the the, the technical term. Voldy for the number four ever. <laughs> or like, 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 I like to believe like he would have done like, like, like the creative small like, shorts. No, 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 it was Tibura. <laughs> tail sucks you. <laughs> Blue Mountain State. Blue Mountain State. Yeah, it was Blue Mountain State. Um, and so Moody, Moody had to have done this after Fred and George tried to get past the age line, right? Because otherwise they should have been able to do it. Right. Like that, but... had to, he had to turn off. So I, so obviously in order to ensure Harry got drafted, conscripted, whatever you want to say. Uh, contractually obligated. I'll start contractually my rant. On, yeah, no, 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 I'll start my rant on contract law no. next episode. <laughs> so, in order to uh, guarantee that Harry gets drafted, he obviously creates a fourth school, so that way it becomes the Quad Wizard Tournament, which missed opportunity by Joanne to rename the book. And then, uh, but like, he has to. The age thing is still there. So either one, Moody turned off the age. Not Moody. Barty Crop. Crowd. Well, no, the age line, you just have to cross it and then put it into the goblet and then put the piece right. of paper. So into either the Moody turned that Perfect. off. Why would he have to turn it off? He's, he's old enough to cross the age line. Okay. So the other solution is that anybody could, anybody who is 17 can drop names in the goblet. Yes, anybody, that is correct. If, yeah, yeah. And, and no, were, one, no one at Hogwarts figured this out. Like I, none of the students were smart enough. I'm pretty Fred sure. Fred and George were like, we're going to grow hair. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was some like throwaway comment about like, oh, oh. nobody, oh, nobody can drop in for anybody else. But if that's, that's not the case, yeah, I remember that being a comment. So before people yell at us for getting this wrong, just I, I guess we should also mention that Fred George's solution to uh, beat the age line was to take aging potion that made them like, so instead of turning 55, they just took a little bit so they, so they, yeah, because they only had to get like what, like four months or something. Yeah, I mean the, the whole thing is is is, is ridiculous. Obviously, did they, did they have to go to Madame Pomfrey for that afterwards? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what she's gonna do. I mean, I think I think shave like, them. Also, what uh, does it mean to 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 like age yourself up? Like, like you just like start getting liver failure and your back hurts? Like, do you? What does that but mean? like, do, do you like reverse back? Know. Also, also, does the age line? They never brought this up. Does the age line only work if you like like? Is it like air rights where it just extends upwards and downwards? Like, yeah, what happens if Fred and George flew over it? Like, on Mission Impossible. Six, like, dropped it, it in. Well, yeah. Not, yeah. But, yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible. Oh, um, what if they just try and jump the age line? What? Like, their, mistake, also, their mistake was jumping into the age circle and then waiting. I would have jumped as close in, to the goblet oh. as I could, drop it in, and then just whatever happens, happens. So was I, this really like the best that Dumbledore could do? No, he wanted somebody to do this. <laughs> Obviously. No, but here, here's, 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 here's the... Uh, draws the a part. line. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like, come on. He doesn't draw a line. He draws a circle. I mean, you know. It's a round line. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I guess like, like that becomes like a geometric discussion about the nature of lines. Like, does the line, can a line end? Good, because we haven't got pedantic. Uh, did you put your name in the cup, Harry? We'll get there. Okay, that's um, actually where. Okay, we are actually we're almost there. No, because because like there there is one more thing I want to I want to get to, which is the um the uh the, like there there's this like discussion with Ron and Harry, and Harry's like I don't want to do this, and Ron is like I do, and Harry's like I hope you you can figure that out. I'm not doing this. Um and and this is one of those moments where like Harry sort of goes out of character, as far as I'm concerned. Because while this, is their, this is their first like annoying fight, right? Not their first, but their most recent. Um, yeah, they have one every year. They have one every year. They're, I mean, mm. like, look, like, like Joanne has talked about, like, maybe, maybe Harry should have been with Hermione. Maybe Ron should have been with Hermione. What if Harry and Ron were actually the soulmates all along? Um, like, they they bicker a lot. 
Uh, but anyways, like, this is the most out of character thing for me because like Harry, as much as he says, oh, I, I just want to be, you know, background. I don't, I don't want to do blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. Bullshit. You, uh, you, he's. Yeah, he's I don't agree with this. This is not out of character hound. for him at all. He's a glory hound. He actually is. Think about the manner in which uh, he behaves. What, yeah. Does he often go, does he often go call the cops? Does he often say, hey, Professor McGonagall, we're going we're gonna to go down to the Chamber of Secrets tonight? Or is he like, no, no, no. He's I got, got a saving that. thing. In fairness, in fairness, he did tell a professor about this is the only time. He told Lockhart about the Chamber of Secrets. Lockhart's like, ha, I've been lying the whole time, so I'm actually not going to do anything about this. And that is the only time that Harry went to authority first. Every other time he, like, sends an owl to authority and then go- goes and does it himself. I mean, at the very best, he's a vigilante with a death witch. Like, I'm just saying there's a lot of Batman in Harry Potter. No, but what, yeah. in this one specifically? No, he's trying to make a joke about Robert Pattinson. Uh, I, I, I was trying to get there, but I was also going to make a, a joke about uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne and James and Lily Potter. Both and going orphans. Down. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you're, no, no. So it's, and the, way you want, the way you want, okay, the way you want to end All this stories one is are with the same. orphans. Uh, good song by the Gaslight Anthem. Special thank you to our uh, co-panelist, Nerd Angus, as well as uh, my co-host, uh, The Stump. You can find Nerd Angus on the Twitters, at Nerd Angus. He needs to tweet more. He's contractually obligated. Get on it. How many How many chapters did we get through? Like, like one three. and a half? Five. 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 Nice. Well, five? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Cool. Cool. That's more than I expected. Yeah. Um, we will be back with Nerdcast stuff later. Uh, we're still figuring out our summer schedule because there's a lot of soccer games, but there's also a lot of those soccer games are youth games. So we're not sure that we are going to do uh, in-game recaps for all of them. We'll let you know. Once we figure that out, please uh, tweet at Mr. Mojo Rising 89 with all of your takes on whether whiskey should be uh, spelled with an E or without an E. He's um, he's basically cute without the E. Um, no E, no E, no E. Anyways, you can find me at Diamonds Esquire. Uh, I don't usually respond there. Uh, DMs there are, are fine. I usually like like if you don't want the rest of the podcast to know what you're DMing about, Diamonds Esquire is fine. Uh, for all of your other stuff at TLS underscore and underscore TDS, uh, usually me, sometimes not. Um, I'm trying to encourage everybody to to use that more as a, a collective, but they are um, opposing me uh, and I will in, in, impose my tyrannical will on them shortly. Um, we will be getting our uh, Instagram up and running just as soon as we can get enough pictures of the Angus Cafe in uh, Scotland. So if you want to send those to Angus, that'd be great. Um, I've got one for- already. Yep, that's one. Um, well, that's two. Uh, special thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Air decided to put in. Please stop making it the pickup artist. We don't want it. Um, and uh, a special thank you to you, the listener. Please like, subscribe, share. Um, please leave us reviews. We, we do appreciate them, even if they're mean, um, because it's funny. So uh, as always, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you, dear listener. So thanks so much. and We'll see you next time. Podcast Network.